podcast family, welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. How are you doing this Friday? I hope you're doing well. Today serves as a recap for our study of the Psalms. Toot, 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 toot. I'm tooting your own horns <laughs> because we need to do so because we actually covered 130. 50 chapters in the book of Psalms. You should be very proud of yourself. So I'm tooting your horn with you. Toot, 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 toot. <laughs> but let's see what we what we learned through this study. It took us, what was it, 22? No, we took 22 days just to go through um, chapter 119. Can you believe that? So we've been at it for some time, but that's what happens when you're diligent and you're consistent. When you're diligent and consistent, there isn't anything that you can't do. You know, the old, um, I don't know if it's an adage or saying where it's, how do you eat an elephant? Now I'm not, of course, advocating eating elephants, but how do you do it? Just one bite at a time. And so that's consistency. And that's what we did, so bravo. But what did we learn? First, we learn that the book of Psalms is the largest book in the Bible because it contains 150 chapters. My goodness. Um, We learned that those um, chapters are broken down into five books. Um, Book one is Psalms 1 through 41, and it's believed that it was composed during King David and his son Solomon's reign. Book two consists of Psalms 42 through 72, And it's believed they were composed during King Hosea and Josiah's reign over Israel. Book three consisted of or consists of book 73 or chapters 73 through 89. And it was also composed during King Hosea and Josiah's reign. Book four consists of Psalms 90 through 106. And it's believed it was during... Um, the exile under Ezra and Nehemiah the prophets as is book 5 which are Psalms 107 and 115 still believed composed during the exile um, under the prophets Ezra and Nehemiah now we also learn that the Psalms have subcategories to them the first being praise then thanksgiving But under Thanksgiving, there's also a remembrance kind of category, which we saw. There's wisdom, there's lament, and there's royalty. Now, as we were going through the lessons, you know, I was saying this is a psalm of this, this is a psalm of that. And I was kind of keeping track. So here is the factoidal information. There are 10 psalms that consist of the psalms of wisdom. There are 16 royalty psalms. There are 23 psalms of thanksgiving. Now, that leaves us praise and lament. Which one do you think is the, is the greater? Praise, right? Wrong. <laughs> there are 40 praise-themed psalms and 61 psalms of lament. Is that shocking to discover? It was for me. (laughs) Because I grew up, you know, thinking that the book of Psalms was all about praise and thanksgiving. But see, now we know differently. 
because we've actually studied and that's what researching and studying does for you it it alleviates the myth or just the sayings and it provides some facts behind it because you know and so now we know that there are more lamenting psalms than there are praise what else did we learn from this study I mean we learned a whole lot didn't we But I think if I were to sum it up, it would be that we learned that God is approachable, that we can go to him with whatever concerns us. We learned that he listens and that he's concerned with what concerns us. We learned the importance of not forgetting our history, right? Our history with God and how far he brought us. But ultimately, these Psalms show us that we have a God who loves us. And I think it's important that we never forget that, that God loves us. When we're struggling and frustrated with our season, knowing that we have a God with us who loves us should bring us comfort. Because of his love, he does not abandon us, but makes a way for us. If you're having a hard time hearing or discerning what God is saying to you, then look at all the things that could be distracting because you need to hear him whisper that he loves you every day. Get focused on what God has called you to do, for this season is caregiving, and that needs to be your focus. It may mean that you need to put some dreams on hold. It may require you to cut back on some of your work hours. It may not, it it may require you to quit a job, or it may not, but this is what you need to discern from God to know what God has called you to do and how he's called you to care for your loved one. If your health is being affected, then you need to get full-time help or place your loved one in a facility that can give them the best care. I was able to talk with a dear friend who lamented that she had to put her sister in a um, care facility because her health was being affected. She'd go to her doctor and he's like, you can't continue to take care of her sister. It was just too much for her. But I didn't want her to have guilt and God didn't want you to have guilt because putting her in a nursing home or in a facility is the place to better take care of her. Because if your health is ailing, what happens when God calls you home and then leaves your loved one there? So don't think that you're caring for them any less or you're any less of a caregiver if you have to put your loved one in a facility. Actually, it makes you a responsible caregiver who recognizes and puts the needs of your loved one first. Because if you (laughs) can't take care of them because you're sick, then who else is going to do so? So know that. However, if you choose to place them in a facility, You must be diligent in visiting them at odd hours, and we talked about that in season one, to ensure that the the staff is appropriately caring for your loved one. Don't get into a routine, because sometimes they'll just get into the routine. Oh, Johnny's getting ready to come and check on his mom. Let's go ahead and clean her up right quick. Nope. You go at un-hours, unannounced, because then that way you can really see what they're doing. And running to the facility and, you know, battling with the staff can also be hard. (laughs) See, there's no easy road for caregiving unless you just opt out of it, which if God has called you to do so, you, you can't do. All aspects of caregiving can be burdensome, but very manageable when done in service to the Lord. And so as we close this 
um, study of the Psalms, I still want you to remember that lamenting is a way of worshiping God because you, you recognize that you can go to him and list your frustrations. And you go to him not just to badger him, but to ask him to help you. And we know from the Psalms and from your personal experiences that God does help. Let's pray. We thank you, Father, for this time of study as we look through the Psalms that were crafted to bring honor and glory to your name. Psalms of thanksgiving, Psalms of praise, Psalms of remembrance and wisdom. Psalms of kingdom um, enthronement and the royalty psalms. But there are a lot of psalms of lament. And there are a lot of psalms of lament because they show that life is hard. And there are things that we are going through that we just need your help about. That if we can't come to you and be honest with what's in our hearts, the burdens that we're carrying, then who can we go to? And so we thank you for this study that is kind of divided how they were um, set up and who wrote them and the categories that fall into. We don't always want to be a people who are lamenting before you. We want to be a people who always have songs of praise and joy and thanksgiving. But we still live in this world. And so we will, if, um, we will encounter heartaches. We will encounter roadblocks hardship and therefore we can lament to you and so we thank you father for this privilege of studying your word as we continue to do so i lift up every caregiver here let them know that you love them and continue to provide them with your wisdom help them to remove all of the distractions so that they can hear you hear you whisper that you love them and that you are with them this we pray in jesus name amen All right, my podcast family, tune in tomorrow where I tell you what we're going to do next. Go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.